Hello there, ghosts and ghoulies. I'm here to talk to you about one of our lovely sponsors on the Four-Eyed Radio Network, Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Mention you heard it on the 4i Radio Network to receive 10% off your order. <laughs> now enjoy the rest of the program. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I'm Steve-O. And I'm uh, Jennifer Tilly. Oh. Yeah. I would have went with Olivia Munn. Oh yeah, I forgot about Olivia Munn. Eh, I'll do her not some other week. I guess. Anyways, um, <laughs> we are back with a brand new episode. We took a week off and uh, now we're back. Uh, this week we reviewed the 2018 movie The Predator. Uh, so we'll talk about that towards the end of the show. We'll give everybody a uh, heads up when we're going to do spoilers and all that good stuff. But of course, if you're looking for the show or want to tell people about the show, they can go to 4iradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Player FM, Google Play Music, Google Podcast App, Spotify, and Podchaser. Also, don't forget to go to Amazon.com, but go to the 4iradio.com, click on the Amazon banner, shop like you normally do. Blah, 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 blah. Also, <laughs> uh, if you're looking for us on social media, facebook.com backslash another Horrorcast, uh, Instagram and Twitter at Horrorcast, and if you want to email us for whatever God knows reason, <laughs> but uh, not another Horrorcast at gmail.com. I realize how much, you know what I might just do? Huh. I might just have to pre record that and then just drop that in the beginning of like the show before like the episode oh, yeah. starts because I, I really don't like doing that. Okay. It's just boring. We don't have to do it anymore then. I we should because that's the only way people are going to find us. No, I'm saying you don't have to do that anymore. Just create a sound drop and then you can hit that sound drop. Oh, and then... oh so there's not some magical sound drop elf that just comes in and does it for me. No. Ugh. There's not a magical sound sound drop elf that's called Dropo. I don't know. Wow. Really, really missed the mark on that one. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I panicked. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we are back. Uh, I guess catch up on our weeks. It's been new. It's uh, summertime. Yeah, it's fucking hot. Um, oh wait, since I'm Jill- Jennifer Tilly, does that mean I have to talk like this? You, you do what you want. Um, you do you. I can't really. Well, I did a paper this week again, um, and uh, I'm trying to remember. What happened over the past two weeks? Nothing much. Um, oh, although while I'm thinking about it, I do want to get a shout, give a shout out to uh, Renee who runs exultation.com. I'm really sorry, but I don't know how to pronounce your last name properly, so I'm not even going to attempt it. Um, but she, run, if you go to www.exultation.com, so exultation but T-E-A instead of T-A, um, 
She has a ton of really amazing teas, and I've started doing a iced tea almost every day at work for uh, our coworkers, and they all absolutely love it. So, God knows why. <laughs> but because the tea is good. Um, like it's really freaking good. So no, I was going more off of the, not the tea aspect of it, of actually giving it to coworkers. Oh. You don't know them shit. Well, that's true, but, you know. <laughs> uh, well, I like some of them. So, but, yeah, I figured I'd try to start doing something nice, and it seems like everyone's enjoying it. So, um, definitely check out her site, because she's awesome. She, um, but, and I, honestly, like, I don't know what I would do without it, because the tea's amazing. But they are uh, they are based out of Arizona, correct? Yes, that is correct. So um, just in case, if we have listeners who aren't in Arizona, they can still order it yes. offline and, and get it. And actually, that's like, you don't actually have to go to the store and pick it up, which actually is really nice. Yeah, you get a lot of tea. Yeah, I do. And also, it's really nice because the majority of the time I order it on Friday and I get it by Monday evening. So um I think pretty much as soon as she gets the order, she tries to fill it out. So she's amazing. She's very quick. Yeah, with no, everything. definitely. That's why I was like, let's give them a give her a shout out. Yeah, I haven't told you because she's sending you samples. I figure you should probably. Yeah, she sent me a couple point, free samples talk, just because. Talk to her and just be like, hey, do you mind if we talk about your stuff on the the podcast and then just see if like if if anybody goes, oh, hey, and they check it out and they get more traction. I just figure like you like tea, so and this is like based in Arizona, so why not help out? Yeah, and you know what the, the perfect evening would be is just to sit down and either listen to this podcast or watch a horror movie and drink some tea. Yeah, exactly. So, um, add some. I usually add whiskey that. to mine. Yeah, I add shots of Jello. Shots of Jello. <laughs> because I'm watching <laughs> the P two. That's a callback to an early episode. A really early episode. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's like. I don't know who's like old school. Be 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 scaries. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's people who've been with us from the beginning, and then I don't know if people still listen to us or they drop off or whatnot. But anyways, it's uh, we we don't know because it's uh, no one ever talks to us from the old old days. Oh, I wasn't even have one vote. I, I, I wasn't even I wasn't even talking about that. I was just saying like I don't even know how many people listen to us now because we don't even have like numbers. So. Oh yeah, we don't even know how many people actually download slash listen to this podcast because we haven't seen numbers come out for a while. So I mean, so if you do have like the 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 podcast app and you want to rate us, you know, feel free to re- leave a review. I think that's the only way we're going to get anywhere at this point. Point, so. Yeah, that would be awesome. So that would be that. a great help, and uh, nothing like crazy. You don't have to. I mean, unless you're. A you don't have writer, to write a novel. You can just you just be like, "Hey, they're entertaining," or "Oh, this kills forty five minutes of my workday," yeah. or you know, whatever. It's fun to throw on in the background yeah, and listen to like, them ramble about nothing. Yeah. So <laughs> just whatever you want to post, as long as it's not too mean. I mean, if you're honest and you really do hate us, then I'm just going to sit here going like, then why do you keep listening? Like, yeah. if, I, if I don't like a podcast, I bail. Like, I, I'll be like, oh, yeah. Like, and then I'm like, fuck that. I'm not, yeah, and no. if you feel like you're entitled. Like, I get it. If it's, but, if it, well, not even that. No, I, mean, I meant to say, if you feel like you're uh, uh, not the word, not entitled. I don't know why my brain keeps trying to put that word in there. But you feel like you have to listen to us because you're trying to be nice to us. If you don't enjoy the podcast, you really don't have to listen. So, yeah, no, I was just saying with the um, with uh, um, 
like if someone really like does not like the podcast, then I'm like, just don't. Uh, then I would just stop listening. Like, like don't put yourself through the torture or whatnot. Uh, I was like the people who constantly still listen and then like come at you and you're like, then why are you still listening? Yeah, like, they're like, oh, this show is terrible. It's, it's like, like I stop listening. Like if you listen to one and we're like, hey, like. Not for me. I get that. There's plenty of podcasts out there for everybody. Mm -hmm. And especially, like, even me. Like, there's some that I'm like, ah, that's cool. But, like, I won't. I know for a fact, like, I'll try it and be like, no, this isn't for me. Like, I have this weird. I was talking to Matthew about this, like, a couple weeks ago, I think, on Socially Awkward, where I was all like, I gotta listen. Like, all my normal podcasts have been taking their time. Like, and not, not, like, being like, they take forever. I understand. You have to make content, you know? Yeah. Um, like, honestly, I thought this was, I was like, oh, I could totally get on here. And I remember doing one podcast and it was like 30 minutes. And I'm like, I felt like I talked about my entire life in that 30 minutes. I was <laughs> really quick. So it's it's just that whole, like, before you know you're done and you're like, holy crap. Oh, my God. Look at two hours of Godzilla. I didn't oh, see yeah. that coming. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, I will make a note of that. Um uh, Actually, that's really good feedback. So I did really, we released, uh, this was last week's. Last yeah, last episode was uh, we reviewed Godzilla King of the Monsters, and it was a two an hour episode. Now, do you? I understand if you guys don't want a two hour episode every week because uh, no way I'm going to be able to do that. Yeah, um, you know, like an hour, forty five minutes to an hour is what we usually shoot for. Um, but I was just thinking, like, uh, you know, if you have, do people like the long episode? Uh, um, did you feel like it was- uh, what I meant? Uh, hold on, let me let me get my bearings. Uh, did you like the full two-hour episode and was like, oh, that's cool, every once in a blue moon? Or would you rather be like, no, I think if you have that, just cut it in half and just make it a two-parter? Um, I know I did get feedback from one listener, and they were like, yeah, if you're going to do a two-hour one, definitely split it up. So I'm like, okay, but I'm curious because, like, I, I definitely will take the time if a lot of people are like, no, you need to you split that shit up. That's way too much because me, on the other hand – like, I could listen to, like, people talk for hours on hours on hours if it's, like, somebody I really am, like, into. Like, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, this guy's awesome. Like, I, I remember going to past episodes of Smodcast just to listen to all this backlog and just, like, oh, my God, this is just, like, yeah. And then it's, like, the episode ends and you're, like, what the fuck? But then, boom, the next one kicks in. So you're, like, all right, it's a different episode. But it's, like, but every time it, like, ends, it, like, I always feel like people are really getting going sometimes. Yeah. And then they're, like, oh, okay. And, or Kevin does that all the time, Kevin Smith, with his two-parter episodes. He'll get you to a certain point and be, like, all right, and that's where we'll end this episode. Join us next week. And you're, like, no. What the <laughs> f- Ah, shit. Like, so... <laughs> So it's so to me like I could I could listen to like just a like a loop like if someone just stitched a bunch of those podcasts together and made like a a forty eight yeah forty eight hour like podcast episode podcast episode I'd fucking I'd listen to that <laughs> shit yeah see for me it kind of depends like the majority of the time if the like the people who are on, actually, time goes by a lot faster than if it's just kind of like, because some of the, um, a good example is I love listening to the Nerdist, or sorry, it's not Nerdist anymore, uh, ID10T podcast that Chris Hardwick does. But some of his, some of the episodes, like I either have to skip through or just entirely stop listening to altogether because like the guest will just be going on and on and on about something that I either don't care about or it's really not like, it's really not grabbing my attention. 
But some of the episodes, like I'm dying laughing, or like I fi- hear like something really interesting, and it like well, pulls it's all, me it's in. It's also about like certain like you know I put it this way. Yes, there's a lot of celebrities, but let's face it, not all celebrities are that probably fucking interesting. There's probably a lot of dull ones out there, but there's some of them that do shit that you're like, oh, I didn't know this person was into that or something like. That. Like you'll be listening to a podcast and be like, this person is always in a serious role. And then you hear them like outside of the norm character because that's yeah. all you've seen them in. And you're like, this person's fucking funny. Like, put them in it. And then when you see them get casted in something, like, finally it's a comedy, you're like, fucking perfect. Like, yeah. this person is like legitimately funny. You know, there's like, you know, th- or they're just interesting. Like, they'll talk. Like, I remember Adam West pod being on uh, The Nerdist and him talking about where he's like, he has a farm. And I was like, oh, what yeah. the fuck? Like, yeah, all this shit that I did because like all I know of him is like you know his voice acting, the Family Guy, his cameo appearances, and then it's like you know Batman. So it's like his actual life life turns out I don't know that much shit about you know kind of yeah. thing. So it was it's kind of cool when the, they do that and you get this really kind of cool insight of people's like oh shit that's like what you like to do you know yeah I can um, remember uh, I th- I can't remember his name right now David or. I think it's David. Somebody he played was uh, in the new Hellboy movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, he's the. He uh, plays Hopper. Yes, he plays Hopper in Stranger Things. Um, but he was like super, super funny. And then I was I remember uh, seeing a, it was a Nerdist episode before they switched the name with Anna Kendrick, and I was like, oh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, no, it was it was boring as fuck. Yeah, so it's just, so, it's, it all depends on Yeah, it just depends on, on, on the person. And also, I feel like sometimes it just depends on the content that they choose to talk about. So Yeah, because some people could be very private, or they just are, or they might even be going like, look, it could have even been that thing, where it's all like, look, you're doing a lot of press release for this thing right now, the Nerdist is really big, if you get on that, that kind of spikes your listens, blah, 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 so then they jump on, and then they're like why am i like they probably it's like a lot of people really it's as much as it sucks it's like i was in the movie i got paid it's like yeah but now you gotta go out and get people to see the movie it doesn't mean really much good profit for anybody you know at that time yeah uh kind of thing but yeah i I totally get that so that's kind of like it could be that or it just could be like people like oh no i want to i want to be on the show so it, it varies. Like we say, like we're always like, hey, people want to be on the show. They're shilling even, you know, they're doing horror stuff, into horror stuff, or even they're just like, hey, I just want to talk fucking horror, you know, and shit like that. So all that kind of good stuff. But, yeah, now I'm like we went on a tangent on that. We we're <laughs> catching up on our weeks. Um, yeah, we had a week off. Uh, my apologies on that one. I literally – we did our first week of summer hours, and my body was really trying to adjust to it. And I fucking literally came home, passed out, and slept for like 10 hours. <laughs> but I felt really good. Lucky for me, when I woke up today, I felt like, okay, I'm good. And then throughout the day, it was just like, all right, we're going to get home, and then we're going to do the podcast. So I think I, I think I got my sleeping pattern correct. So that's, that's going to be fun. I'm trying to think what else we – if anything else happened this week. Oh, we did, uh, we did get to see um, the first episode of Black Mirror of the new oh, season. Yeah. Uh, very fucking interesting. Um, uh, we also watched Chernobyl, which I would highly recommend. Oh yeah. Well, I was just going to say Black Mirror, like the three episodes are out right now. Yeah. Definitely check it out. Um, what I'm just, just going to say, cause I don't want to, I won't talk about it on here. Uh, Matthew and I will definitely, uh, we're either going to watch all three of them and then we'll talk about it on socially awkward. But, uh, yeah, we'll definitely speaking of that. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. We finished, uh, yeah, we finished Chernobyl. So it was a five part mini series, five episodes, uh, about an hour long, maybe an hour and like a few extra minutes or something like that. 
Um, holy crap. Now, yes, I understand that whatever story they had in there for the drama, the aspects of that, most likely it's not like based on a true, true, it is true really, thing. Yeah, it is really, it is, it is based on a true story, but they do have some fictional elements in there. So like, which what, I, to yeah. understand, like to, if you're a viewer, you got to capture stuff. But I would say, honestly, they did a very well, very, very job. well job with this. Yeah. Very good job. Very well job. Um, close enough. And it was just interesting about stuff because we just we were like, oh shit, Chernobyl, and then we just had a, a coworker. She just came back from Chernobyl. And yeah, we were which like, I was what? super jealous because I've been wanting to go to Chernobyl for years. And she's like, oh yeah, I went to Chernobyl. I'm like, I hate you, but you're awesome. <laughs> well, then just let's figure it out. We can go. Yeah. Well, I was just like, they're letting people in, and she have to wear a hazmat suit. And then it was it was actually kind of cool because when I was when I was you actually. This is what I think is right up your alley. So I'm probably going to ask a couple things or say things because you actually kind of know Chernobyl pretty kind of well. Like you've done a little a bit of research and mm-hmm. it kind of was a thing that really did fascinate you. Um, so I was going to say, because I was like, what about the radioactivity and stuff like that? Like, is that still active that wear hazmat suits? And then at the end of the miniseries, they show you like a bunch of stills and like actual facts and things. And they actually tell you, like it said, this is what they said, but actually was this, this and this. And you're like, oh, like, so it kind of gave you like what the stories were told and what the actual, what happened, like what actually happened and stuff yeah. like that. And they did clarify at the end what parts were fictionalized. Yeah, which like, I thought was really cool. Yeah, which I was really happy that they did that. They did say, oh yeah, this one character, uh, this female character, she was actually like a combination of like all of the, like yeah, a dozen but, like or a, so a scientists. Bunch of, like it just, so this like, just wasn't this actual woman's like quote unquote story. This was just like, oh hey, th- this happened to a bunch of like, Women. No, there's like a bunch of different scientists that were let's working touch on it. Let's like, just like, make let's, it into let, one let's, character. Let's like, talk like that. So I thought that was actually kind of actually kind of really cool. So, but yeah, speaking of the radiation mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, but at the end it had this thing that said like this has brought down the radiation level just because of this unit thing they put in. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, like, they and built- that's like one thing I had no idea about. Yeah, back in, I guess, 2017, they actually built a dome to go on top of Reactor 4, which is the one that exploded, mm-hmm. um, where which is where all the radiation was essentially pouring from. Like, there was also radiation coming from the other reactors, um, but it wasn't nearly as high as the re- uh, Reactor 4. So they built a dome... Or they think I think they built a dome and then just kind of set it on top of Reactor Four. Yeah, and it said that it should last for about a hundred years. So it's basically just kind of containing the radioactivity, so then the surrounding area can recover a bit. Oh um, yeah, yeah. And probably so that the radiation doesn't keep leaking out into the atmosphere. So um, basically, like they stopped they stopped it from touching the groundwater. Yes, but it's it's still what burning. It's, it's still highly radioactive. So. It's so like how far can you go in? That's a really good question. Because now I'm like I'm like because even going there wouldn't that just be already you're kind of exposed to radiation? No, granted, yeah, we're exposed to pretty much yeah radiation every day. If I'm remembering properly, I believe that they give you a little counter that tells you like it'll tell you number one like they time your how much time you spend in Chernobyl kind of like what they did with the cleanup part yes exactly with the cleanup crew so they time it to make sure okay this is when it can get dangerous 
make sure you're out before that kind okay. of thing. And also, they I believe they can make you carry like the counter that like indicates whenever there's high amounts of radioactivity. So then, if that starts going nuts, you can move away from that area so you don't literally die from radioactive poisoning. Well, yeah, but what if you're like walking and it's like, and you're like, oh shit, and you back up, but then it's like you've already been. I. I want to say, especially with like the workers and stuff, it took they were seconds at a time. Yeah, yeah. So I think like most likely it warns you with enough time to where you can get away from it and not be harmed by oh, okay. it. Okay. Um, I mean, I could be talking knowledge. That basically my whole thing with the nuclear reactor plant is the only knowledge I have of it is from the Simpsons. <laughs> so, and then you were like, "Oh yeah, Arizona has like four of them." I was like, "What?" Yeah, I looked it up and I was like, "Oh yeah, Arizona has four nuclear reactors." I was like, "Oh, that's amazing." Um, but yeah, technically, nuclear reactors, the if they're obviously if they're handled improperly, then it can be dangerous. And but Chernobyl was just kind of like a freak accident where everything well, it's like a, collided like to a, create yeah, this like a, massive when issue. the guy kind of broke it down at the end, like with the thing where he said, like this is how it works, this is what this does, this is what this does, this is what this does. Once you have all this stuff in place, this is why the reactor can work how it works. But if you do take this portion out of it, take this portion out of it, move this, this, and this, now all you have is this. Just keep going and going and going because nothing is is counteracting it and keeping it in the same kind of quote-unquote loop. For, yeah, which for I thought power. was a really cool way to so then, that you could put it so everyone understands. And then they do all this stuff and you see in the countdown and you're already, you're like, this fucking dude, it's all this guy's fault. He just fucking wanted this promotion and stuff like that. And then they kind of, I'm not sure if it's true or not, but it could be a th- the thing where they said with the, the, the fail-safe that, yes, would have worked, should have worked, but... But because the tips they had of the they, rods were, they had a different tips for the rod because they were cheaper. I and think they it was had a, graphite. And, was yeah, graphite, and they had a different uh, model that they used it on instead of the one that everybody was like, "Oh, this is what this is what happens. This was what shuts down a mm-hmm. um, you know nuclear reactor or whatnot." And then they were just like, "Oh," and it's I like how he said that. He's just like, "Because we're cheap." Yeah, and it was just like. I also thought it was really interesting. I kind of want to look this up and see if this was actually the case. But whenever there's a scene where it showed a helicopter flying through the fumes that were coming up from reactor four mm-hmm. and the helicopter flew through the smoke cloud and just disintegrated. Yeah, yeah. Like it literally just fell apart after just going through the cloud. And they're like, this is what's going into our atmosphere. Do you really want to like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I honestly, I had no idea of like the magnitude of it. And I had no idea that the reactor core was literally just open. Yeah. Like that was freaking nuts. Yeah. Cause when I heard about Chernobyl, I thought it was literally like you hear this is, and this is actually, you know, again, not knowing a lot about this shit. Yeah. Uh, when I heard, like, when I heard about Chernobyl, like, you know, looking at stuff online, things like that, when you hear our nuclear reactor exploded, I'm thinking, like, oh, it, like, I'm thinking Fallout 3. I'm thinking of a nuclear bomb. That yeah. was my impersonation, uh, not impersonation, my impression of a nuclear explosion. But this was, like, literally just this small kind of boom and a fire, but then it was just m- poisoning everything around melting it. Yeah. down into the ground even more because it was that hot after it pretty much broke out of its containment. Yeah, so pretty much whenever someone uses nuclear explosion and nuclear meltdown, it's essentially the same thing because it's going up, but it's also going down. Yeah, it was so just, just kind but of it was like just interesting to see like they, effect. you know, they put out the fire, but then it's like it's still, but they're like, no, it's it's still going, it's yeah. still burning, like it's still going, and the re- like the the radioactivity 
is still there just because the fire's not there anymore. It doesn't yeah, yeah. mean that it's safe. Yeah, it's like that weird whole like kind of thing. But it was just like, but again, it's like no one knew what honestly the uh, ravifications of yeah. of uh, radioactivity sickness and stuff of like that because they were sending like a nuclear reactor. It, you know, exploded and they're sending just firemen with none of the gear that most of these other people had later. Well, I think that was probably partially because they didn't explain, like fully explain to the firefighters what they were going into. They're just like, Oh, well, we need to put out this fire. Like nobody really was, nobody really realized that the nuclear core was open, that it was spewing out ridiculous amounts of radiation. Yeah. Um, and the uh, uh, it technically is sort of like a nuclear bomb it, or like a, an atomic bomb. It was just on a slightly smaller scale. So, like, I wouldn't say it was technically it wasn't controlled, but it was a more a sort of a more controlled effect. Well, what I mean is, like, in my opinion, because when they show you all the stuff like the empty schoolyards and everything like that to me, I thought it was like the bomb went off, like a thing, oh. went, a blast went off and like took out like half those people. And that's my assumption was why they always talked about it being haunted, because I thought a lot of people died within the first like boom, like gotcha. the, the explosion. And then it was just the radiation later and then the fallout from that. So that was always my assumption. But then when you see it and you're kind of like okay so it did explode but it's like it, basically what i think because the explosion it, was limited to the building because it looked like it had the yeah because i was looking at when it showed you the top of that thing with like all the different like things and they like were bouncing up and i'm like is that how all nuclear reactors that's when they start seeing like something's wrong and they're like oh shit or well technically they should never have to get to that point i understand so. that but i was just like i thought it was just weird i was like why not just have a huge steel door like why did you have all these weird like yeah little uh, panel things that are, but it's like that exploded and you see the explosion happen and obviously everybody in that area was like boom they were gone but then it was interesting because it was like um, the official Russian death toll. Oh, not even, uh, oh. I wasn't even getting to that. I was just like seeing that explosion, but then like really everyone just kind of saw like a huge bright light a little bit and then yeah. it was just fire. But so, yes. Yeah, so, so to my assumption was maybe the door kind of quote unquote helped and also didn't help because maybe instead of it going up, it ended up like it blasted the door, but it ended up maybe Falling being falling down, and then that's why it started going downwards, you know, or something like that. Just because it's like, yeah, the door kind of "quote unquote" did what it did, but in a really bad effect of not the fact that it kept that safe and it blasted up, but then it went back down. Yeah, but then basically. I'm now I'm curious, like, would it have had if that door would have been sufficient? Would it just been melting through the? The bottom of the thing. It's just it's just crazy and stuff. But yeah, definitely check that out on uh, HBO Go. Uh, uh, I'm kind of that actually like I'm kind of hoping like they do like a documentary. Oh yeah, but like the miniseries is fantastic. Some of that, but I really would like maybe like a four well, honest, part like documentary of just Chernobyl. Honestly, not too long ago was the first time that anyone was actually able to like talk to Chernobyl survivors and act- and get like the real story because like nobody was. It allowed to talk about it because it was Russia. Yeah. But the thing that I think is like super interesting that I want to, uh, that I'm really, really curious about, and I want someone to look into who's smarter than me because I wouldn't be able to figure this out on my own. It, but I want to see like how much can like how much cancer has risen like globally since Chernobyl. Because I feel like with all of that radiation releasing into the air, like it's literally causing a fallout effect. And I want to see like if there's any way that they could say, okay, well, most like this is the estimated percentage 
of how much cancer's risen due to Chernobyl. Mm. And I feel like we have a ton more people nowadays that have like that get cancer and have to go through chemotherapy and all that kind of stuff. And yes, we know how to fight it better, but we shouldn't like the cancer numbers shouldn't really be where they're at at this point in time. And also now that I think about it, cause it was kind of interesting there. They talked about a woman who was pregnant with a baby and that she ended up having a miscarriage because the baby absorbed all of the radiation. So it makes me think of like kind of uh, triggers in my head whenever people always say, Oh, well, someone is genetically prone to cancer is it because they're carrying that radiation and the radiation gets car- like transferred to their kids? Maybe. So, anyways, that's just where my brain went. So, I it might have been researched before, but I'm I haven't seen anything like referenced in that regard yet. So, I'm kind of curious to see if anyone ever actually does research that. Anyways. But yeah, no, definitely <laughs> check out Chernobyl. Very yes. fascinating, very interesting. Uh, would like to check it out. That's like a weird place. But then again, I do want to check out weird places. Like, I want to go check out, like, you know, the suicide forest, but not, like, yeah, be, like yeah, but not, like, be, like, just, like, go there. Like, understand you have a trail. You can go in if you don't want to go in and stuff like that. But, I mean, just, like, just being just even outside of it and just seeing it, just being, like, whoa. Like, I'm sure that's just, like, amazing. It, yeah, it's looking. a beautiful forest in general. Like, yeah. the re- like what happens inside of it is incredibly sad, but the forest itself is gorgeous. So that would be really cool I who to see. Who was the first person who did it? That's an excellent question. You know, like why did it all start? Yeah, why did it turn into the suicide forest? Like, what was the thing that? Or was it, it just like a secluded area? Or I mean, a lot of play- people say it is "quote unquote" cursed. Yeah, yeah, that's an. But yeah, it's question. an interesting thing. But anyways, enough of that. <laughs> anyways. Uh, anyways, we got news. Yeah. So without further ado, it's time for horror. We got old news, new news, chicken news, Billy news, boom. Um, yeah. Speaking of Black Mirror, yes. um, there's an episode with uh, Miley Cyrus is actually in one of the episodes, um, but it looks like there's a Miley Cyrus inspired uh, tea that actually was launched by Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> Uh, so if you want to go ahead and grab that, that is, uh, I kind of want it cause it looks kind of, it looks like a really cool shirt, but if you scroll down farther, honestly, the picture that they have of Miley Cyrus, like standing in front of the micro microphone, she looks like bubblegum Barbie. Like seriously, that's, <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I think it's probably going for where it's going to show like either like this is what the future does to pop singers and stuff like that. I mean, there's so much weird stuff with that show. Um, I Actually, mean, I'm kind of curious if that's why Miley Cyrus chose to do it, because I know she talked about like how hard it was being like a child pop star. Hey, you never know. So. It's like or it's it's an opportunity that they're like, hey, we want to there's a pop singer. I mean, there's been so many people in the show Black Mirror. And that's what's also happening with, you know, the um, Twilight Zone. Oh, uh, yeah. CBS now it's like I started seeing like people in certain episodes going like that person's in an episode that person's in an episode you're like holy crap so it's just one of those things where it's just like t- TV now is kind of like the thing to do which is like weird I guess to say like a lot of this generation won't understand that concept but before it was like you do TV and then you or wait you for do t- or you do movies well or- what I mean is 
All right, let's oh, back sorry. this up a bit. You have people who are movie stars, and it's where they started, and they're movie stars, and they're bit and stuff like that, and then they'll do things to promote stuff where they appear, quote unquote, on TV. A lot of sweeps did that, where it's all like, all of a sudden, like, oh, look, it's Brad Pitt on the set of Friends, but he's just playing some random oh, dude, you know, like. But what TV actors were doing at that time where they're doing the TV show, they're doing the TV show. Why? Because then they go, oh, this person's funny. Oh, people like this person. This is a person we put in a movie. People are going to go see him because they're going to go, hey, that's that so-and-so from that show. And that was the big thing. But now a lot of big movie stars, they're going back to, like, TV because TV is good. Like, And nothing, like I said, TV was ever bad, I guess. But it's just like it's becoming this thing where – uh, you know, it's good to be on TV, such as, okay, we just watched that miniseries, uh, Good Omens, and John Hamm's in it. Yeah, John Hamm is in it. he's not like... even a big part in it. He's, like, a small little, you know, I mean, he's a big part, but not, like, the two main characters part, you know? Yeah, with he's all a side kind of character. Yeah, he's a side character, which you're looking at going, wait, why is he a side character? But then you're like, but he was also, like, boom, he's the front and center of that show, Mad Men. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. So it's it's just an interesting thing where it's like, People come back and, I mean, look at Alec Baldwin. He did fucking 30 Rock. Like, he rolled, like, was just like, yeah, I'll do, like, TV became this fun thing where a lot of people get away with stuff. And especially, like, look at Rick, even Rick and Morty, for that fact. A lot of, like, all the voice actors I find, like, I'm like, what, this person was this, like, this person was on the show? Like, Joel McHale. Yeah, Joel McHale. Winona, no, not Winona, Winona Ryder. I can't even say her name. Um, the one chick who was like the therapist. Oh, um, I'm blanking on her name, and I feel oh Susan Sarandon. There yeah, we go. Susan Sarandon. Yeah, like completely random ass poll. They're like, yeah, oh yeah, cool. Susan Sarandon. You're you like, know, what? Uh, I mean, it's it's just like nuts. It's just a thing to do. People are just like, yeah, I like doing fun stuff and things like that. So, which quick side note, Good Omens was amazing. Go see it. Anyways, yeah, or but anyways, go watch it on Amazon Prime. But anyways, yeah. So they released a T-shirt for the Miley Cyrus episode. Long story short. Um, yeah, this actually comes out in July, I believe. But they have this, uh, uh, I guess right now you could do a video tour of the Warren uh, Museum oh. for the 3D, basically a VR kind of thing with uh, Annabelle. Because it's uh, really the new Because cool. the new movie is Annabelle come, Comes Home. So apparently you can either do a VR thing or if you do click on the YouTube uh, video, you can use your mouse to kind of, quote unquote, look around. So you don't have to have a VR set for it. It's really freaking cool looking, actually. Well, probably all you have to do is put your get your do it from the thing with your phone, and since it oh, has yeah, that just, thing, like, and you can just around. move your phone around. That's true. Yeah, that's probably how people are doing it. I I don't know if any does people. I mean, granted, I shouldn't say anything. I mean, people use computers for gaming and stuff like that. But me, I'm like, I only use it for this garbage. <laughs> um, oh, actually, this actually ties into a story I did not put. Oh, uh, that actually ties into the story. I, there is a story that I did not put in the thing that I read about. But yeah, so uh, Mezco, I think it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. Mezco, uh, if you don't know who they are, they are a um, uh, toy line, almost kind of like really good action figures and stuff like that. Whether or not it's actually action figures or um, just like the like figurines. figurines that you can kind of switch out parts and stuff like that. But they're doing the oh, okay. Bride of Chucky to their line of design series. Uh, they're doing a figure with uh, uh, Tiffany. Uh, that's uh, Chucky's uh, girlfriend and stuff like that. But uh, it's pretty interesting. Like, I'm like, do they have a Chucky? Yo, they think they do have a Chucky one. So it's just like, yeah. But so, yeah. So 
Ch- Child's Play is actually kind of getting a big, uh, big boost right now. Yeah. Yeah, because um, they have the movie coming out. They have now these things, and they also have the show. Yeah, so they have the show, but yeah, but uh, but with the movie coming out, it's really been kind of like a lot of Child's Play stuff has been coming into the format again, and a lot of new things. Uh, speaking of which, uh, so watch the new trailer, <coughs> and you get to hear like uh, Chucky talk a little bit more. Yeah. So I'm gonna play that. Okay. Something's wrong with Chucky. So yeah, um, Mark Hamill as Chucky is creepy as fuck. Yeah. So it's very interesting because I do like the, um, I want to say Brad Dorf. Brad Dorf, yes. Brad Dorf. Uh, I mean, he's great as Chucky. He is phenomenal as Chucky and so that, but it was interesting. So there's a story that I didn't pull um, because I just saw it. I was like, oh, interesting. So actually Mark Hamill was very kind of intimidating, intimidated by being approached to voice Chucky I think he gives nods where nods is due. He's all like, Bradford Dorf is like really good, good at his craft and stuff like that. So like, you're asking me to kind of take over this iconic killer doll aspect. I mean, that's got to be like kind of crazy. That's, you know, you look at all the horror icons, you know, you always see uh, Robert England. Yeah. And, you know, the the other guy took over for him for the reboot and people hated it you yeah. know and necessarily i don't know if they hated him i don't think it was him I but think it was, was more like movie, just the yeah. movie and you're kind of like you're like okay i get it he got cast let's give him the benefit of the doubt and stuff like that you know but it is kind of like a it's a hard thing because let's put it this way robert england's talked we'll see if we get it or not get it but he was like yeah I, I wouldn't mind coming back for like let's do like what they did with halloween let's like do this movie that took place so many years later yeah we jump in blah 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 and then he could be like, and then I'm done. Like, that's my swan song. You know, kind of come in, like, be like, oh, yeah, leave, like, on a high fucking note. Like, that's like, you know, if you look at, okay, Endgame, like, we, lo- we you know, a couple of people left. But that was, like, that was their swan song. That was a story about them and, like, where, how they started, where they got to be and how, who they have to be to finish this, you know, kind of thing. So that was, like, a good send-off for everybody where you kind of leave them on a good note going, like, oh, yeah, because you know for a fact they go five. Say they go 10 more years, 10 more years with Marvel movies, and all of a sudden they do something and boom, these characters come back for a short little bit of time or whatnot. Oh, you yeah. know everybody's like, yeah. yeah, fucking take my money. So it's that kind of thing. So, you know, when he, he comes in, he's like, all right, I'm gone. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm done. This is the last time with Freddy. You know, 20 years from now, I mean, hopefully it takes them that long to kind of go, okay, let's, I want to retouch this franchise at some point or whatnot. But... It would be, you know, like who takes up that mantle because you yeah. have 
you still have people who us we've grown older but we still remember the classics and then we're like ah can this person pull you know it's that weird like thing so i can totally see where mark mark hamill's like but that's the thing that cracks me up about it so much is like brad dorif was amazing as the voice of chucky like he did a really good job and then people, whenever they found out there was going to be a Chucky reboot, they're like, oh, fuck, this is going to be awful. And then the second it came out that Mark Hamill is going to be the voice of Chucky, everyone went, all right, I'm on board. <laughs> or at least they're like, all right, I guess I'll give it a shot and see how it goes. But it's like, that's the funniest thing is like, I feel like with Mark Hamill, like you can still kind of hear that it's him. But at the same time, like he sounds a lot more like childlike than the original Chucky does and a little like the original Chucky voice does. And it yeah, sounds yeah. a little more like child friendly, well, yeah. like outside of the creepy aspect, it would sound more child friendly. So, yeah, it's just like interesting and stuff like that. So I thought it was just kind of, kind of cool or whatnot. But, uh, so this was interesting. So, uh, I think it was last weekend. Um, uh, they found old deleted, alternate takes and deleted scenes from the original Ghostbusters. Wow. So they played a couple of them mm-hmm. and they have like different, like they have alternate scenes in Dana's apartment, uh, alternate scenes. We came, we saw uh, deleted scene. Ray has a drink um, alternate scene, a giant Salor. Uh So it's just like all these weird different like Ghostbusters outtakes, which is funny because they just released. Um, oh yeah. That's the, yeah, that's the, yeah. You're right. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> uh, sorry, Patrick's like texting me because he's playing a uh, fucking Octopath Traveler. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Sucks. Sorry. I'm... Anyways, sorry, I wasn't really sure where exactly you're going to go with the Ghostbusters thing, so I can't quite. Oh add... well, you should read the fucking article shit that I put in the notes. <laughs> no, I. Never mind. No, I was just saying uh, the four. Uh, they just uh, they put these scenes on the release of the 4K um, version of. Uh, um, oh, of uh, Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters. So they just re-released Ghostbusters 1 and 2 again on 4K, and then I believe these are going to be in there, the deleted scenes and alternate scenes and stuff like that. Oh, nice. Um, but, yeah, they're pretty... Quickly, I want that door open now. Ghostbusters! I came. I saw. I came again. It's all coming. <laughs> <laughs> I can use a tall, cold one right now. It's all taken care of. Well, what happened? Did you see it? What is it? What a lot of fun. I'll take care of. What a blast. <laughs> so what you had there was what we refer to as a focused, non-terminal repeating phantasm, or a class 5 full roaming vapor. Let's talk fees and tortillas, please. Now, before, <laughs> we're going to have to ask you for $4,000, which is our standard fee. So yeah, so just a bunch of like the same scene where they came out and was like, we came, we saw, we kicked its ass is the one that they went with, but I guess... They had it, a bunch it, of different... I'm wondering if, like, they had certain lines and they were just like, come out of the door, just come up with, like, whatever. Like, just kind of like, play it, with like it. improv. Yeah. Like, kind of thing. So I started thinking that was the the whole thing because then, like, when they go to, like, okay, we're going to need... And then, like, Egon, uh, Harold Ramis is, like, doing different, like, things with his hands instead of, like, how the last time it was, he was just, like... I think he's, like... You know, so now he's like doing other things, like you know, okay. you see which different takes they took and some of that. So it's it's actually kind of fun to see like new shit and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's like I always said, like with uh, 
I always love revisiting those movies. In fact, they're probably due for a rewatch, especially since they're actually doing a ghost. They're doing a remaster of the Ghostbusters video game for the new consoles, and I'm all like, I Ooh. might want to pick that up and play that again because that was that was a fuck ton of fun, man. So much fun. But this is actually interesting, and also our last horror movie news but uh so we spoke about this probably a little bit last year and uh it's coming out this year but uh the banana splits horror movie gets a solid r rating huh uh let's see so uh for those unfamiliar with the series there's a little thing yeah okay i'm just gonna play this in case anybody knows what the fuck i'm talking about Oh shit, it was. That shit was created by uh, the Hanna Barbera. Yeah, really fucking. I'm. I was just rewatching that. I'm seriously gonna get centered one night and just fucking see if I can find a shit to that weird shit on YouTube now because I'm like watching this going like, and these are all the questions that I go for now. I should just look at it as a normal human being uh-huh. and go. It was a show for kids. Probably, I think it was like the late, either late seventies or early seventies. Now I finally know where that song is from. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Uh, no, you're good. Uh, I was trying to remember where I was going with this. Oh, yeah. So, and I'm watching it, and they're all at this carnival, and it's like they're a rock band, and these kids are running out going like this, and like they they seem big. They seem huge. They seem like Mickey Mouse-related. They're at this weird theme park. And then I'm sitting there going like, I don't think it was safe for them to be in like those huge costumes on roller coasters and water park <laughs> rides and stuff. I'm like, did they even think about people's safety? No. What the fuck is going on? It was a weird band, too. It was like this like bass-playing lion uh, the gorilla was a drummer. Uh, he had a dog. I think he was the guitarist. And then the uh, elephant played keyboard. Really weird lineup now that I think about it. You you decided to go with African animals. Yeah. You're like, oh, we're going to have a gorilla, even though it's like the Congo. Well, it's Africa, Congo. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll accept that. All right. Uh, we got we got the lion. Yeah, the lion. Yeah, hey, fucking king of Africa, right? Lion fucking king. Yeah, this is before it's time. But yeah, yeah. And an elephant. They're, they're fucking in there. We need one more. Uh, uh, hey. a dog. A dog. A beagle. Like Snoopy. Yeah. Let's do but, Snoopy. Uh, they're like a dog. Oh, you mean like a dingo? No. Like a like a dog. Oh, you mean like, like a wolf? Oh, yeah, I can see it. No, no, no. Like a dog. Okay. Elaborate. Beagle. Like uh like Snoopy, like like he said. Yeah. Okay. I wanna know how high they were when they came up. Oh, that's this. what I wanna know. Because seriously, it's Flegel the Beagle, Drooper the Lion, Bingo the Gorilla, and Snorky the Elephant. Wait, what was the lion's name? Uh Drooper. Drooper? Why Drooper did he get, the why, Lion? Why did he get dro- how do you Okay, first off, look at that lion. He's stoned as fuck. Yeah, I like how the only one that rhymes is the Beagle. His name is Flegel. Flegel the Beagle. Flegel the Beagle. And then Drooper the Lion. Drooper the Lion. Bingo yeah. the Gorilla. Like, if it was a monkey named Bingo, I could kind of understand it, but a, a gorilla? 
And then Snorky the elephant, which just seems racist to me. Yeah, maybe. It's racist against elephants. Some fucked up shit, man. They can't help how big their noses are. Jeez. <sighs> Anyways. Anyways, I'm still stoked for that movie. It's going to be fucking I know. Nuts. I'm super excited. It's, it's going to be a bitch. Like, I know it's going to be bad. I already know it's going to be bad, but I'm just like, fuck it. I don't care. You decided to take something from my childhood and then flip it and turn it to a complete direction that I just went. I didn't know I wanted that, but I'm kind of happy I see it now. Yeah, it's um, going to be fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, so that's going to wrap up all the um, news portion. Yeah, horror news. Um, I think we're going to dive into our um, review. Okay. So, um, yeah, this week we watched the movie The Predator. Um, this came out in 2018. Uh, if you haven't seen it, yes, we will be spoiling it, um, talking about it, and uh, then giving our review. Of course, we'll give out the reviews of other people and then talk about what we're going to rate it. So, yes, this was uh, The Predators 2018. So if you are signing off now, adios. If you're still here, let's get ready for this movie time. I bid you welcome. I am Dracula. Listen to them. Children of the night. What music they So, Anna, yes. you actually saw this in theaters. Yes. Uh, and then I never got a chance to see it, so we never really did the review about it. So this well, was we like, sort of did, where I just kind of explained certain points to you, and it was just kind of, it was a bit of a lackluster episode. So. Oh, anyways, uh, but, oh, wait, we re-reviewed this? All right, never mind. Scratch it. All right, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> um, By the way, everybody off. dies. Just imagine dance. if I just cut it off right there. And <laughs> it's like, wait, what the fuck just happened? That would be awesome. Anyways. Um, but yes. Uh, so yeah, you saw this last year. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, so it's finally on HBO Go. Um, so it starts, yeah, uh, we'll talk about The Predator. So I'm guessing it's canon. I guess it takes place in the same universe as Predator 1 and 2. I'm not yes. sure if The Predators is included in this at all or as not in- at this point. Or in the this because I never saw The Predators. Oh, as in uh, Predators, as in the Adrian Brody one? Yeah. Um, that one took place off-world, so I think it still is technically considered canon. Um, so it's interesting, though. I feel like... So I love the first Predator. Um, second one, I take it for what it is. It's fun. I saw it at a, an age where I was like into the Predators, so like the second one has a different... like mantle for me on stuff because it's just a wacky weird it's basically this fucking beast like you know it's a, the bounty hunter dude yeah. just running through fucking streets of new york and you're just like what because <laughs> the first one makes sense it crashes in like the jungle it's like you know this weird crazy thing you get all the weird great like you ugly motherfucker uh now <laughs> we have to get to the chopper i know he didn't say that in that but um 
Why do you think all my movies run into each other? Did I tell the pre- did I tell the predator to chill out? Was it like he should have? It's going to be a cold time in Gotham something tonight. I forget line. Was that movie <laughs> I was in? Line. I I played the freeze man, Captain Freeze Face. They glittered. That was all. He's not even looking fucking. Anyways, what were we talking? <laughs> yes, Predator. I kicked his ass in the first one. I how grabbed him. What? you want to bet that Arnold Schwarzenegger still has glitter on him from when he replayed Mr. Freeze? I do. It's in my asshole. Oh. Yeah, that's why do you think I slept with my maid? I was trying to get her to clean it out. You didn't hear that? No, I'm confused oh. as to why that justifies you sleeping with a Oh, it doesn't. I just <laughs> like to, I like to tell people. I need a good segue. So when they bring up glitter asshole, I go like, oh, the Batman. Yes, I was in it. I feel like I'm almost losing my accent, but I feel like it's still there. Like in my head, I feel like I'm dropping out. <laughs> but I, but I, right now I know for a fucking fact that I'm like on point and it's fucking nerving because usually I give up like halfway through doing shit and I usually always start to talk like lines that Arnold Schwarzenegger has and it's really interesting that I'm talking in such a big almost kind of vocabulary of just big now he's just turning into an Italian uh, no Italian how's it no (laughs) what yeah, it's just like your accent was drifting into something else, and I was trying to figure out what it was, and I thought it was Italian, but apparently not. Italian, no. Where's my? Anyways, a book of the Bible. That is a ah, that is a. It's a me. That's a, that's a my Italian. It's a Mario. That's <laughs> the Italian. You have to. You can't just. You know. You have anyway. We got to get back to the chopper. We have to talk about the movie. Then let's it's talk about a, the movie. All right, we're back. Here we go. It's a movie time. Put your 3D fucking glasses on. Which you weren't even in this and movie. Get that, yeah, I, um, honestly, it's kind of disappointing about that. But... Now, don't get... Okay, yes. Yes, they had some great pulls. They put some people going, oh, oh, yeah, great Easter like, eggs. Oh. But uh, I honestly would have even enjoyed just a picture. Yeah. That like, just nice. be like, this is the first operator that ran into it. And just show, like, a clip of it on, like, the screen. And then it flat. And you're like, Ooh. oh, shit, it was him. So, like, that would have been cool. Like, I would have been fine with that. But they didn't even, they didn't but, even yeah, bother. You pointed out something that I didn't even pick up on the first time. It kind of looked like... It looked like a less orange version of Donald Trump, but then you realized that it was uh, Gary Busey's son, Jake Busey, which I didn't even register at first, like the first time I saw it. And then afterwards, I was like, or whenever you mentioned it, whenever you're watching the movie, I was like, oh, that's who that is. So yeah, that was kind of cool because you said that Gary Busey was in the first I movie? think he was in the first one. Possibly? I'm not sure, unless he was in the second one. I feel like there's a connection there, but I can't remember because it's BOC. Can you get the fucking IMDb? Why is IMDb this is, not working? This, why? Is, because it's it's. Anyways, I'm back. So let's talk about the movie. It was it's it's weird. Um. So yeah, I mean, I like Predator. Mm-hmm. Um. And the movie starts off. I'm like, okay, I'm kind of in. And then like, then they. Again, it's my same thing where I'm all like, I should probably take it for what it is, but. Why do we really need some fucking human backstory when it comes to this shit? Um, so they throw in, like, this guy who's, like, a military dude who's estranged from his wife, and, or not even wife anymore at that point, I'm not sure. Because it seemed like they were either broken up, divorced, or whatnot. He has a child with her, but then, like, him and, like, Olivia Munn's character are just like, oh, hey, I want to fuck you. Okay, so first of all, I didn't realize that the first Predator movie, there was only ten people in the entire movie. 
Like literally, it was like top build cast and then all cast, and it was ten people. Yeah, that's it. Like yeah, super small, low budget film, made a pretty decent amount to get a sequel. So yeah, and th- that's the other thing. It's like I feel oh the guy who played the predator also played the helicopter pilot. Um, yeah. Anyways, so dual role there. But yeah, the other thing I was gonna say is I feel like in the first movie they actually had more of a storyline than this one. This one seemed like they had all the action sequences and they kind of wrote the story around it. Yeah, it's it. weird. Like, the story, like, it's it's a weird mishmash because it's like this guy's on this recon mission. He's about to assassinate, like, some dude. And then the ship crashes of the Predator. So then he goes over, finds, like, some technology, steal, takes a couple of stuff to send back to be like, no one's going to believe me. Uh, then he gets, like, pretty much he becomes AWOL. Yeah. He kind of left his post. So then you have like that story going on, and then it's like people are like, "Oh yeah, the predators. Well, we've we've known all about them." Blah blah blah. Like, well, it's because they thought that he killed his entire crew, like or his his team. So then they were trying to blame everything on him. Whenever he's like, "No, it was this other thing," and so then they're like, and then they like take him to this facility where they're like, "Oh yeah, we know about predators, and we've been studying them." And here's like they actually like had a predator like under sedation, and we're like trying to study it. Yeah, so it's like, so that happens, and then, like, the Predator wakes up, and then he starts, but it's interesting, because you have this other Predator that's, like, bigger and more advanced, I guess, or some shit, but, like, he was the one who was originally, like, chasing this one, so, uh, like, what kind of makes me a little bit angry about that, seems like there's a pretty cool backstory to that. But we're not gonna, we're not going to touch upon it. Yeah, like that to me was the most interesting part. Then I'm like, okay, what's going to happen is he's like, look, I hate the fucking humans, but this thing is going to beat my ass. I got to team up with them, maybe learn from them, and maybe like quote unquote, I build this alliance. Well, they did touch on that. They basically said that the the smaller predator was like a, some sort of like they didn't know if it was like a scientist or what, but basically the smaller predator rebelled against the like other predators culture. And came to uh, Earth so then he could give, like, humans the technology in order to fight, like, the bigger predators that were going to come and harvest their DNA for the, the so smartest, why the strongest, So then why did he murder a bunch of people? Because they attacked him first. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the whole thing with that. It's like he, like, every time someone had a gun, then he would attack. But whenever it shows the one scene where he's holding the one dude hostage, like, on top of the van, mm. and he tells him to lower the weapons, then they put the weapons down, and then he's fine. He's not, like, trying mm. to kill him. He's trying to communicate with him, but everyone keeps attacking him. So he's like, you know what? Fuck this. Um, but yeah, the oh, other wow. thing... I did not... I did not get any of that in this movie. Oh. Yeah, they explained everything, but you... I must have caught it. I checked out of this movie. I'm going to be honest with you. It didn't really, like, I was expecting, like, fun Predator stuff, and then I was just kind of like, Yeah, it was very big on the storyline that was So, I mean, nothing against it. I mean, like, I thought it was going to be a cool reboot and, like, kind of stuff. I kind of wish they didn't bring in, like, another Predator that's bigger. I thought that was kind of, and the whole, that whole Predator was CGI, which I was kind of disappointed because they talked about, like, oh, we're barely using CGI in this movie. You but know, it was because, pretty much all on him. Yeah. And then all the CGI was literally that Predator and the Dog Predators, which the Dog Predators just reminded me of. They just they just did what uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2 did, where they took masks and put them on dogs so it looked like oh. Freddy and these dogs or whatever, because it literally just looked like the face of a Predator with the dreadlocks and then like this weird dog body. And I was like, okay. Which just reminded me. Of fucking Family Guy, whenever he's Peter's talking about how he wants to do a Jaws movie, 
but with uh, where the Jaws is attacking a boat, and then all of a sudden there's bigger Jaws, and Jaws and the humans have to team up against bigger Jaws, and it's called Big Jaws. And I'm like, that's pretty much what this movie was. Yeah, that's what I thought what this movie was going to be. <laughs> well, that's pretty much what it was. Well, until they killed off Predator. Um, spoilers. Um, well, it's been out for almost a year, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And it's on HBO Go. And, I mean, granted, it's spoilers, but I think they pretty much spoiled it. But, yeah, I mean, I like the cast. Trailer. It was a stellar cast. A lot of fun people you got to see in that movie. And, like, honestly, when it got to that part with them just all being weird and crazy and nuts, it's yeah. all like, all right, I'm in for that. But, like, I was kind of, I don't know. I guess it just didn't, like, like, I'll put it this way. So we saw the Alien, what was it, Alien? Um, oh, uh, Alien. Covenant. Yes. I fucking love that movie. I thought it was a great tale. You had some cool kick-ass alien action. You got to see, like, I mean, I was, like, weirded out how where xenomorphs come from, I guess. But, uh, yeah. or, like, when it was supposed to be the chest burster, and then it was just, like, this small little, like, dancing alien. And I was all like, what the fuck is this shit? Hello, um, my honey. Hello, yeah. my baby. Hey, hello, my rugsome gal. But I was like, other than that, like, I really dug the movie. It had horror aspect, had fun aspects. It was like, all right, this is fun. And then I was expecting kind of like the same thing. You get, you know, uh, Shane Black again to direct, and he's directed a lot of my favorite films, Iron Man fucking 3, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Um, You know, just does a lot of great films. I believe even the first Predator was his, you know, kind of thing. So it's like, oh, shit. And then I I was just kind of like, huh. I feel like this might be one of the movies where uh, they had originally had a different storyline, and then, like, the production company got way too involved and was like, well, you should do this instead. Maybe. Uh, I mean, and it's fine for what it is and stuff like that. But, yeah, that was just my whole. But it's like they, they kill the bigger predator, things are saved, and then they just kind of, there's nothing like, oh, yeah, they give them a, him a weapon. Yeah, they found the weapon that the original, or, like, the first predator, like, brought down to Earth. And it's like this weird gauntlet thing, and then all of a sudden it just builds this entire, like, predator armor around you. So you're kind of like, oh, shit, what else is coming? Yeah. And then what I also love is, like, I saw that, and I'm all like, okay, is this new? Is this a prototype? I'm going to assume it's new and it's a prototype, this armor, because I'm all like, why aren't all Predators wearing this when they're going to go fight Xenomorphs? Like, Yeah, well, I think the thing was that they, because, like, the bigger Predator actually had armor built into his skin, so I think they probably didn't need, like, the mm. exoskeleton anymore because they had it, like, already, like, grafted into their... All right, well, all that stuff I kind of fell on the wayside. I mean, this movie did not capture my imagination at all. That's all I'm Clearly. saying. Clearly. Uh, but anyways, we'll, we'll give it a review. What do you want to say? Like, three, Oh, yeah, and the bullshit with the autistic kid. Come on. Oh, yeah, that was dumb. Like, nothing against autistic kids or whatnot, but I was kind of like, really? Are we doing this? And I'm not trying to sound shitty right now, but I was no, just like... No, it's like, it seems kind of like it was an overdone caricature of autistic kids people instead of like actually like making him like actually like act autistic and seem autistic they're like oh no he's just super smart and that's just autistic kids bye yeah it was there was like really no backstory with it and it was just kind of like okay yeah and then like he shows up in his ex-wife's apartment and she's like oh hi you're not supposed to be here and it's like okay well are you gonna explain any no okay cool oh yeah like they <laughs> like what was the point of her just to be like oh the kid's taken care of i guess it was like yeah it was just a bunch of shoehorn stuff like i think you're right i think they probably were like we're doing a predator movie and they probably had this storyline that probably wasn't like 
quote unquote, I guess, big budget. Like it was a simple story and be like, look, this is all people are coming to see this movie for. We'll yeah, give they them- probably were more focused on like, OK, let's focus on the, the Predator side. And then the production company's like, people. Yeah, we got to throw people in this because people like people. That's why Godzilla does so well because <laughs> yeah. of the people. Hey, did the box office for, for, for monsters? Nah, maybe it was all the people. Uh, people, people caused Chernobyl. Oh, I said maybe Godzilla caused, but yeah, yeah, maybe it was people too. Um, yeah, fucking people, man. Um, but yeah, if you, well, I don't even, uh, yeah, I don't even know what to use for. Uh, I was going to say, um, I was going to say, I was going to say, yeah, predator helmets. All right. We'll go with the helmets. All right. So five out of five predator. Oh, well, I guess I should give you everyone else's review. Oh, yeah. Hope no one really cared about this review because I really half hearted it. <laughs> I think because we talked about so much other stuff and then I saw what time it was. I was like, eh, we'll finish it. So IMDB gave it a 5.4 out of 10. Yikes. Uh, and Rotten Tomatoes. Gave it a 32% and 35% of score to, uh, audience liked it. Ouch. So, uh, Anna, what would you give The Predator? I would give it a 3 out of 5. Because I still enjoy the movie. I thought it was no, entertaining. That's fine. No, and that's... Clearly that's, it didn't capture your imagination. I, I don't know. I think I'm... This is the first time I might have, like, hyped something up in my head. Oh. And expected, like... Like Something for like really. a long time because I'm thinking like oh this guy's back it's gonna be like the original Predator like all the trailers they showed me it looked like everything was taking place in a jungle and all this shit and I'm thinking like oh it's a fucking crazy re- uh, recon t- like honestly how they sell that trailer the trailer to Predator is not what the movie is I'll be honest with you because it sounds like oh this is a band of misfits like we're sending them on a suicide mission because we don't care what happens to them because they fucked up in their lives you know this guy shot his own crew this guy shot him his penis this you know all this random which weird now shit. that I think about it that's pretty much like I feel like Suicide Squad and like the first Predator movie or I guess how you you, you were portraying thought the Predator movie was going to be is pretty much just the Dirty Dozen. Yeah. Okay. Sure. That's, Sorry. That's, that's that formula. Right yeah. That, that's what the I'm like. That's what the trailer like yeah. sells to me. That's what it was selling, and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, not trying to make a complicated story. Just gonna be like, this is what we're doing. This is what's gonna happen. We're gonna fight this predator, and they're fighting the one predator, and then that's what I mean. Like the bigger predator shows up, and they're like, what the fuck is this? And then so on and so forth. So yeah, me, I think I'd give it like two point five helmets. Oh, okay. And uh, whatnot. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to wrap up this episode. Yeah, I'm done. Okay, well, I'm uh, Steve-O. And I'm, uh, somebody. And, uh... Jennifer Tilly, there we go. And every time, uh, or until next time. Carpe noctum. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. And, f- yeah, this movie was bad. <laughs>